Today's episode is brought to you by Next Coffee, N-X-X-T, because apparently spelling is hard, and so we forgot the E. But no, really, Next Coffee, N-X-X-T. It's supreme premium coffee. It comes in two types in terms of how you can get the beans. A whole bean, which is super fresh. It's actually roasted fresh. A lot of people don't know this, but you hit your peak freshness with coffee like five to seven days in after it's roasted. So it's roasted. It's put through this process called degassing uh, and it arrives at your house literally in peak of peak states for coffee. It's super delicious. Uh, If you have ever, if you're like a pour over person or you do French press, you will absolutely be able to tell the difference. There's also like an espresso roast. It's called the Ninja Roast. I mean, it's there's a wide variety of coffees, and these are these are really high quality coffees. This is not your grandma's Folgers. In fact, if you are looking for ways to make life a little bit better and just feel good, and you like nice things, you should check out Next Coffee. You can find the website is NXXT Coffee. No, excuse me, that's not the website. The website is Shop. S-H-O-P-N-X-X-T.com. The other one might work too, but I think just go to shopnext.com. So S-H-O-P-N-X-X-T. They've also got gear. They've got jujitsu rash guards. They've got some really funny t-shirts. The t-shirts, the hoodies, all the gear. There's hats. They've got just everything, a whole way of living life. It's all about taking things to the next level uh, in a good way. And you should take your coffee to the next level. So shopnext.com. You can plug in a discount code HDP. That's HDP for the Human Derek Podcast. It should give you a discount. Shopnextnxxt.com. This podcast is also brought to you by the Level Up Life Journal. You could take the next level. Now you're leveling up life. We got levels. There's levels to everything that we do. Uh, the Level Up Life Journal has been out now for, gosh, I guess about 45, 60 days, maybe a little bit longer actually, but people are loving it. I can't uh, say that enough. It's really, really cool. People that I admire and look up to and just think the world of have uh, gotten their copy and have been using it really consistently and just people love it and the word is spreading. I will tell you shipping on Amazon has been a little bit slow. So if you've been sitting on the fence about grabbing your journal, I would go get it now if you have any desire to have one before Christmas. I'm working on it and I'm actually working with some other printers and and figuring out ways to distribute it a little bit better. But check out the Level Up Life journal. Um, You can find it on my Instagram account. The link is in the bio. Uh, My Instagram is at human Derek, at human Derek. There's a little link up there in the bio. You click that, you'll see the Level Up life journal. It's pretty sweet. And thanks for all the love and support and feedback. Um, I really did put it out there in a sense of, I love helping others. And these are tools that have helped me, uh, just build my life better and keep my head right. No matter what, you know, happens or what's going on, just really increasing that capacity and putting us in a place to just build the best lives we can. So hope you enjoy the next level, excuse me, the level up journal. Uh, and you can find it. The link is in my bio on Instagram. Uh, let's get into today's podcast. 
See, this is the real secret of life, to be completely engaged with the here and now. Everybody wants to fulfill the highest, truest expression of yourself. <laughs> It was all a dream. Today is about the power of you. You've now entered the Human Dedic Podcast. That's, uh... <laughs> Cool. So adjustments for audio. You guys got nervous as soon as I pressed record. Everybody got quiet. <laughs> Everybody was played around. It's like record. And it was like, uh, now what? <laughs> Same thing as before record, baby. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, cool. So uh, let's do a little microphone check. So just say, state your name and your location. <laughs> All right. You're done. Here. <laughs> <laughs> you're All fired. Right. <laughs> Can you hear me? Test one, test. Oh, you got a microphone voice. You got a face made for radio. Have a <laughs> This is 105.3. <laughs> uh, cool. Jaden, again, I just want to make sure you got it. You want to be all up in the microphone. Got it. I'm in the back of your balls. Now I'm in the front of your balls. Well, you guys aren't shy. That's good. In the slums. Oh, wait, you're recording. Oh, we're recording. <laughs> <laughs> All recorded. Got it. Uh, what's up, fellas? Come on, estás. <laughs> I want it to start up. Uh, <laughs> I feel like because you're minors, we have to use your fake names, which would be Zombie Lord and Noodle Licker. <laughs> Noodle Licker. <laughs> okay, we can do seafood. We can do Christmas tree. Yeah, either one of those are better. <laughs> How did you get the name Noodle Liquor? Because I told you about one time <laughs> that that apparently I you know tried tasting raw noodles <laughs> to see if they were good. Were they? No. <laughs> I mean, they weren't too bad. Yeah, seafood's better. It's more fitting. We'll roll with that. By the way, excellent lattes you've made here. Yes, you have very excellent. Uh, <laughs> man. Is this is this you like were gonna rated? say Dickachino or yeah, 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 it's okay. Do you, do you even rate like a no? Everything I say is banned from uh, <laughs> <everything>. okay. <laughs> <laughs> These things go out in the universe, and then that's why I have to do it on Spotify. I can't if I do it on YouTube, we get in trouble. YouTube gets me in trouble for saying Dickachino. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. Oh, I'm turning my phone on silent if you guys want to. Same. Oh, yeah, I should probably do that. I know, you guys are, you know, your phone's getting blown up all day by the boys. I don't have any boys. <laughs> I was looking at him. <laughs> <laughs> zombie Lord. You call your, me Zombie Lord. <laughs> what's, your, what's your real name? Uh, my name is Nehemiah. Should I release my real name? I don't know. <laughs> We can use fake names. We can use my furry name. Oh, my God. <laughs> you want my Chinese name? <laughs> What's your Chinese name? Uh, I think it's like Lee Yudan. Yeah. Do you just make that up? No, it's... <laughs> like You look up your Chinese name. How do you get a... I bet my, you got one. I was born in America. How do I get a Chinese name? I don't know. That's I'm going to China. Oh, excellent. Are we in trouble for that? I don't think so. Why, why would to we? sign a permission slip? I mean, I don't belong to anybody right now, so I'm like, oh, <laughs> just in a bubble. <laughs> oh, good point. All right, we'll roll with it, and we'll have to fix something later. I'll, you I'll don't find have out. any owners? <laughs> <laughs> Where's your leash, sir? <laughs> so you talked about, you brought up furries already. We went there, like, real fast. What the heck is a furry? Furry. Um, a furry is a 
well, you could describe it in different ways, but I'd say um, a furry is an anthropomorphic animal. Well, not, not a, okay, yeah, it's anthropomorphic, a person who likes anthropomorphic animals, you could call it. So it's like, a, a, I could name out like Disney movies, you say Zootopia or um, uh, pretty much any Disney movie that has an animal that like has like these human features to it. I feel like all the talking animals have human features, like even the Lion King, Simba. Okay, I you could I guess you could call that furries. Because they're all emotional. Yeah. Right? They have emotions. Those yeah. are like human things. That could yeah, that could count. <clears throat> what is anthro I don't know what anthropomorphic means. I can put the word together, like morph means like to change and stuff, and anthro, you know, means that at the other thing. I don't think <laughs> he knows. <laughs> We're looking it up. Jamie, pull that up. We're working on that, right? Yeah. Are you yeah. going to be the future Jamie for the podcast? When um, you do the podcast with uh, with uh, Coach Jason, mm-hmm. maybe. Okay, I think I think you'd be good. Just already, just you on the microphone. I'm like, yep, you're hired. Hell yeah! All right, let's see. Uh, <laughs> anthropomorphic described, or thoughts of having a human form or human attributes. Ascribing human characteristics to non-human things anthropomorphically. Huh. So it does does it need to be an animal? Can I do it with plants? Can I be like this? Can I dress up like a plant and be an anthropomorphic? Okay, plant? that's funny because I actually saw yesterday a um a fursuit based on a mushroom. So it's a mushroom. Oh, that's cool. So it's mushroom still it's suit. still a furry, but it's like a mushroom. So I, I guess you could make it out of anything. Okay, so anthropomorphic it feels like "an" means like animal, like anim. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I bet there's an old Greek or Latin root like anime, like a n i m a e, not like anime how we think of it now. Yeah, there's something to that. We'll have to. Now I have more reading to do after. You guys have already given me homework. And speaking of homework, how, are you, how are do you we lick do that? the microphone? <laughs> Don't no. lick the no, noodle liquor. No <laughs> licking the microphone. <laughs> microphone liquor. <laughs> Mic liquor. Well, you said you said homework. Homework. So I. Uh, I want to ask you guys about school. So how old are you? 16. And? 17. 17. I want to know what you guys think about school and the school system right now. About, like, <laughs> well, us being in it or? Just in general. Just, like, what are, you, what are your thoughts? Like, your experiences, your, you know, maybe why you would like to or not like to go to school. What's, what's been your experience in just, like, going to school as a teenager? Okay, so my experience, I'd say, um, so you you got middle school and then high school, and then whatever's after that, you can go to college. But um, middle school, it's honestly, it's pretty nice. But I'd say it depends on where you live because middle school was just about who was popular and who was cool and who did this and who could, you know. And then you go to high school, and it's about like, <laughs> I don't even know how to describe it. Um. It's like a race, mm. sort of. Competition mode a, a kicks com- in. There you go, competition, yeah. Nicest car, nicest clothes, yes. best grades, there hottest boyfriend, girlfriend, or he, she, they thing. Exactly, yes. Yeah, that, that's by great. the way, that's kind of like, you know, that's that's a good analogy for life in a lot of ways. Like, people are just super competitive about those things. I would say, actually, if you were to go to, like, lunch, lunchtime thing, everybody's separated in groups of, like, their personal interest or, you know, like like a football team, you know, they're all separated into, you know, um, I mean, you get what I mean. Cowboys yeah. and Chargers and stuff. So yeah. it's kind of just everywhere, you know. 
I was thinking more. That, that's all good stuff too, by the way. Right? That's I think everybody's mm-hmm. been in school has kind of acknowledged that. And when you grow up and be an adult, you're like, oh, like these little cliques of people, they exist, but they're way different as an adult. You know, it's just like you end up just hanging around people that you have the same interests with for the most part. Or yeah. You should. But uh, more like the like some of the stuff you guys uh, we've talked about in general, you know, what they're teaching in school, like people's personal opinions being projected onto the classroom, all of the gender identity things. I mean, that just seems school is kind of wild when I was going anyways, but for different reasons. But uh, what's I mean, what's that stuff like? I feel like it's changing. Yeah. Like for the better, for worse. For the, I mean, it depends, but I feel like, in my opinion, more of the worse. Yeah, why? Like, like seeing all the, like we were talking about mind virus and seeing all the teachers and they're going off curriculum, you know, talking about that kids can't, um, they can't call them by, by certain pronouns or like they're just start, you know, doing all the LGBTQ parades in school, which... I don't know where that, uh, like, I don't know the similarities into school come into play. Yeah. And what, what you and I were talking about too, cause, uh, you know, we were talking a lot about how accepting everybody is important and it's super, uh, good to have varying opinions and thoughts and perspectives, whether it's the classroom or the dinner table, people should be able to open up about how they feel and think. But when you, you mentioned that thing, mind virus, that was an interesting conversation. When you start to force your opinions on others and say, no, this is the way it is, you're not allowed to think differently. That's really where it becomes a problem. Is that fair? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you think? Actually, I could say I've been infected with the mind virus <laughs> and survived. <laughs> <laughs> but um, honestly... I think I guess it just depends on how you see somebody and how you judge how you judge them, you know, because everybody everybody mm. judges it's in our nature to judge in a good way or bad way. It depends on how constant you judge them on what they do and how they look. So Yeah, I feel like like I try hard not to judge. I try to do this thing like assess, right? Like <clears throat> it's uh like if I'm watching someone or getting to know them, I'm like assessing their behavior. Is this someone that I want in my life or don't want in my life? What are these things that they say actually mean? Are they, you know, is what they, what they say what they mean or is there a hidden meaning to this, right? You're constantly kind of analyzing almost in a sense to pick up, at least for me, every, everything I try to do is geared towards just like being happy and healthy and, and having fun and enjoying and helping others. Like those are, so as I'm processing those assessments, Everything is geared towards that. I I used to be a lot more judgmental in a sense of, you know, somebody did something and I'd be like, ooh, that's good or bad or hold it against them. But that's not necessarily the case. And I, I think when you when you guys were talking about the mind virus and we talked about this and when we were driving back from the MMA fights, I don't know that you and I have talked about a whole lot in Nehemiah, but what do you what do you mean by like how do you describe the mind virus that's out there? Well, for me personally, it um, I never like talking to the to the guys, you know, the um, foot football, you know, athletic people, you know, 
Sutters hang around um, the more quiet, artistic people. But it kind of, they have their own flow. And if you like get caught in it, you go through, you meet these not so great people that probably, how would you say, they made um, being, I guess, well, we could say queer, you know, LGBT, they, they'd make their, about, about their whole personality, you know. Mm. And it kind of starts like spilling on you, you know, and you kind of pick up on it. So, like, identity, like, this is my identity, this is who I am, and everybody, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but is that... No, yeah, correct. That's actually, okay. exactly, yeah. Okay, and I, th- and I think we all do that. Like, it's, the three of us, we've talked a lot about ego, right, and things like that, and we all have to have an ego, because that's our identity, who we are. It's that sometimes that can get blown out of proportion, but people do it with sports teams, too, you know, since you mentioned, like, the sports yeah. guys or whatever. <laughs> like, if someone's identity is heavily tied to their favorite sports team whenever that team wins or loses they're like yeah you know it's all about my team or oh man we lost like their emotions are tied to it i feel like what you're talking about in essence is or maybe the fact that you know there's like a label that someone can assign and attach their identity to it how did that affect you know really both of you how how's that affected you how did it affect you in school I don't think it really affected me, honestly. It made me look cool. I guess you could say people would be like, oh, you're this? And I'm like, yeah. They're like, oh, awesome. You want to be friends? I'm like, sure, why not? You know? So. Okay. Because there's, <laughs> there's an upside to it, so. Yeah, so you were you found that as, like, good leverage to connect with people. I mean, yeah. You could, you could say that, yeah. Oh, that's cool. What about you? I don't know. I just, <laughs> in school. When was, like, when was the last time you were in school, though? Um... In years, yeah, yeah. Um, before the pandemic, like mm-hmm. right when it like kind of like struck, was the last time like I was at school. Yeah, and then you started homeschooling. Homeschooling, yeah, for a while. Yeah, then I tried to go back to to normal school, which was high school for the first time. Uh. That didn't really work out, so I went back on the homeschool program, and then um, I kind of just fell off from there, and I haven't really been into, like, school or anything like that. Yeah, I totally got I told you guys, like, I, because of my, the way your grandma <laughs> was, it's weird to say that, it's weird to call him it's weird. my mom yeah. grandma, your but grandma. Your, gr- your grandma was a crazy person, <laughs> essentially, <laughs> and oh, so... Man. I missed like most of middle school. I missed so much school and never really, even when I finally did start going, I was like, man, this isn't like, I didn't realize all the things like the development or like the social connections, things like that. And I just never really, I really felt like it was for me, but I, I did learn how to learn at a certain point. I decided to go to college as a, you know, my twenties and stuff like that, because I just thought it was what you were supposed to do. But you guys, we've all talked about, I mean, we've talked about school so much and it's like, I don't. I feel like it's not the right path for everybody the way it's set up now, but there, there's a need for, you know, learning and growing towards something and like mastering skills. Do you guys feel like you've been doing that a lot? Yeah. Yeah. What have you been doing? I would say, uh, training martial arts. A lot. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. I feel like you, school, like, like you were saying, school's not for everyone. It's not like everyone's path, you know, and 
I could say that for myself, like doing martial arts instead and, you know, taking that career path is already been for the most part a success. And I don't, I don't think that school could benefit me in the way of doing what I want to do. Yeah. What do you want to do? Martial arts. <laughs> I mean, just like, uh, like are you going to be an assassin or what, <laughs> what are you going to, what are you going to do with it? Well, I, I expect to like see myself do some, do some fights, you know, maybe even think about UFC or, um, you know, teaching martial arts. Yeah. yeah. I think you've, you've been, uh, doing some work with Sam who was on the podcast before, right? Learning how to coach and yeah. What's that like? It's, it's been for the most part cool. I, I've only had taught one class, but uh, I think so far I like it, you know. Yeah, I want to keep on doing it and, um, you know, keep seeing if it's for me. And yeah. Maybe yeah. even teach, like, my own program or open up my own martial arts studio. I could see you doing that. And you, you've you always been really good with kids and you're teaching kids, right? Yeah. yeah. I would say so. Five siblings later, yeah. <laughs> The oldest of five. Yes. Yeah. They, uh, they all look up to you, except for that one. I still have to ask him to make dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Super cool. What about, what about you? I mean, you, you have been in school for the most part. Obviously, you've had some transition lately and haven't been in school as much lately, but it seems like you want to go back to school. You at least want to learn and get your diploma. Yeah, get my diploma. What, what have you learned about learning outside of school? I want to say... I learned I learned more about life instead of, you know, math and social studies and you know, I feel like if you like live it out, you learn from it. You know, you learn from mistakes. You know, everybody learns from mistakes every every day, you know. So, I feel like being out of that like stress zone, it, it like puts you in a bubble, you know. And you like leave that bubble and then you can just put everything you learn inside of that bubble. Hmm. And it just gets bigger and bigger. <laughs> <laughs> Blowing up the bubble. What are some things you've learned in the last couple of months as you're, you know, trying to get back into school? It's not easy. <laughs> Getting back into school is not yes, easy. Yes, it's not that easy to get back into school. Yeah. Well, I, about- I, um, I, I plan on doing online school because it'll let me be able to get a job and do my schoolwork at my own pace. So that I can like juggle the two without dropping it and like, oh crap, I need to catch up on this now. So Yeah, you're you're pretty both of you are really self motivated in a sense of when you like something. You know, you're with martial arts and <clears throat> it looks like you with art and, and a few other things too. I mean, yeah. what what are some things that you've you've managed you'd like instead of going to a classroom, what have you taught yourself in the last couple of months? I've taught myself how to animate how to do digital art in a way better form. And also, I'd say think, honestly. <laughs> you know, the, in, in class, they tell you, like, you need to think about this. But I'm out here, and I'm thinking of what I want to do. A little closer there. All right, there you go. That's, yeah, 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 there you go. Oh, okay. Can we scoot your chair in a little bit? That'll help. There we go. I can hear you in the headphones, but I looked up, and I noticed the volume is way down. So Really? Okay. There you go. Cool. And then um, not only... Am I like learning to think like freely, like of how the book I'm writing, I'm able to think about what I want and put it inside it for people that will look at it and be like, 
oh, I really like this. So then they'll like go throughout the whole entire series that I'm trying to finish. <laughs> so, so you're writing a book. Yes. That seems like a big deal. Yeah, it's called uh, 2086, hmm. and it takes place, well, obviously in 2086. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we use, we will, so it has to do with anthropomorphic animals, of course, you know, <laughs> humans are boring, so <laughs> we moved on to anthropomorphic, and we can, like, control molecules and, like, turn it into whatever you want. You know, if you want a car, you could just buy it online. You just swipe and the molecules form into this car you just bought. So we're like, we're this, so, we're so advanced, technologically advanced that we can do these kind of stuff. First minute shipping. Yeah. For, <laughs> first minute shipping. Yeah. First minute shipping. Wait, what? <laughs> you know, instead of like, 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 uh, like you get something on Amazon, it's like two day shipping. Uh huh. It's like for him, it's like <laughs> one minute shipping. Is that, did he actually call it that or did you just make that up? I just made that just up. Just made it up. That's pretty cool. There you go. Well, I've also been trying to look for like words to use. Like, uh, so, um, the main character, which is a self insert character, and his name is Fermaya. He's, uh, an Alaskan husky, but he's blue. Probably wondering why he's blue. It's my favorite color. Why not? You know? So, um, and he, he wears a, um, we have this belt strap and it, you know, forms the molecules of a weapon that you use, say a gun or a knife, you know? And uh, I use the word ebbed, E-B-B-E-D, mm-hmm. and it means, like, I just Googled the word, like, form, because it, that's literally what happens, you know, the molecules form into that thing. So whenever he, like, pulls out his gun, it's like he ebbed his gun from his belt, you know, so it's a fun word to use. I'm going to be using throughout the entire series. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, they ever heard that phrase, ebbed, he ebbed, ebbed and flowed? Ebbed, ebbed yeah. Flowed. There's ebbed a movie, flowed. I think, called Ebb and Flow. No, I mean, it's like something else in flow. Hustle and flow. Oops, I was close, way off. It's a good movie. But uh, it is a good movie, yeah. <laughs> well, dude, that's cool. And so, now, did you, so, I think you've been out of school for like maybe three months now. Uh, little, I think longer. A little bit longer. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, that could sound bad to some people like, oh my gosh, this kid's not in school. What is he doing? <laughs> uh, you know, you've got life transition things that are a bit outside of your control. So there's, yeah. and you, I was sitting there with you trying to get back in school. So I know you're <laughs> trying, but what's neat is it, it seems like while you were in school, do you feel like you had the brain capacity? And this is for both of you to do the things that you're doing now. Honestly, I don't think so, because I had this, actually, I had this, this this book idea in my mind for so long, but I never thought, oh, why don't I just, like, put it down and make a series, you know? I just kept it in my head. You know, I wasn't freely thinking. I was always, oh, here comes school tomorrow. I got this, do, you know? It, it keeps your mind distracted from actually thinking about something to enjoy. It's the curriculum. It's the, cur- the, the curriculum kind of makes you... Uh, study what they want you to study, you know, whether if it's um, like like just their subjects and their topics. It kind of you know takes your mind, I guess, off of what Nehemiah is saying. Takes your mind off of what you really want to do. For the most part, you've been you've been tackling some books lately too. What are you reading yeah. about? Um, DMT. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tell us about that. Dimethyltryptamine. <laughs> uh, it's a good book. You guys, you guys should check it out when I'm done reading it. But you know, it's a the spirit molecule that is endogenous, 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 endogenous. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, it's it's very interesting to find out. You know, a lot about it. 
because of it, you know, being produced in our bodies, not just it being a psychedelic drug, but, um, yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, so it's something that naturally occurs in our body. Yes. But it's also out there in nature somewhere, and you can take it. Yeah. It's so. it's really interesting how it's in nature because, you know, it's uh, reported in acacia trees, in um, a Colorado River toad. Isn't the acacia bush... I feel like I've read about that being, like, the burning bush that Moses was, like, burning and talking to God when he got the Ten Commandments. You're nodding your head. Was that part of the book? It, I mean, it could have. <laughs> oh, it would I make, don't know. kind of make sense if the guy would was sense, like, yeah. whoa, very spiritual moment. Okay, so is it that, I'm confused, it's, is it a tree or a bush? Uh, which or is the, it both the acacia, like, acacia? Oh, well, yeah. Oh, well, I th- I, let's pull, pull it up on your phone. I, let's look at a picture of it. Because for some reason, the image that popped in my head is like those, when you go out in kind of the, the desert and they're kind of a tree, but they're just like big bushes, you know? Some Dr. Seuss style ones, but I don't know what an acacia tree looks like. A tumbleweed? This right here. Kind of a tumbleweed, but is it a, is it a huge tree? Yeah, it's a pretty big tree. Well, it looks kind of short, though. It's yeah. just short, but okay. it's like spread out. It looks like a bush. Mm. Yeah. Well, I wasn't there with Moses, so everything I have is just speculation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they also say that it could have been a marijuana plant, so. Oh, really? Who's they? Uh, you know, I've just, I've heard it on like, social media and stuff you know they, they say that the burning bush could have been a marijuana plant like oh that's gonna really upset some quote unquote. folks yeah. yeah i know it's you know it's weird because one of the things i have found over the years more and more is that uh it, it's i don't know I, I really do people you know people ask do you believe in god the answer is like absolutely yes do I believe there's a man floating around this guy watching me? Not exactly, right? Like, I mean, maybe, but <laughs> I don't, you know, but it's, uh, it's almost like the more there was a point in time where I actually, there's an old quote that says something like, read a little bit of philosophy and you stop believing in God, but read a lot of philosophy and you absolutely believe in God or something. Maybe it's history or something like that, right? It's one of those things, but. And I was at that point where I feel like I, you know, in my, especially in my late teens, early twenties, I was like, man, this, this God character, there's no way this is legit. You know, I was like, there's too many of this and that. But it was like the more I started trying to dig in and learn to almost disprove the idea of a God or religion, it was like the more it just proved it to me, like how real it is, you know? And you guys are what just not. That's, yeah. yeah, that's <laughs> like, that would make sense. You know, that's cool. Yeah. I've had too many crazy experiences in life where I'm like, you know, whoa, that's, you know, otherworldly. It's beyond, <laughs> beyond human stuff. You guys are, do you guys have some things you're thinking of? Cause you've both got some smiles on your face right now. It, it comes to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you got? Um, let's say, um, well, my dad, he would always, oh, okay. Well, I got two, but, um, the first one, my dad would say that he, his car would not start. And that he just kept praying over it and that it's, you know, it started, but I I had this weird dream actually. And I think I was like nine or 10 and a a tornado was happening and we went into uh, a church building and after we got out, everything was just gone except the church. And they told me that I had a meeting 
a, a not a meaning a meaning to it mm. but i never i can't remember the meaning but i thought that was pretty strange to have a dream like that yeah dream dreams are really fascinating um it's cool that your dad prayed over the i think of something kind of like a mystical moment the other day too on thursday no wednesday so we were talking about you know you have your you had your court date the next day you're you're looking to get emancipated and <laughs> We were talking about how to dress for court. You remember this? No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you're like, no, this will be fine. I'm like, I don't know, man. Like, we should probably get you a tie and just, you know, get you all prepped up. And you were so confident in, like, the short sleeve polo with a couple buttons on it. And then what happened? <laughs> the button popped off. <laughs> the second I was taking the shirt off, the button was like, boink, right just gone. It. Yeah. And the universe then, telling you things. <laughs> uh-huh. Right. Some people will tell you that's like a sign from God, right? So, yeah. Right. And then we went and got you spiffed up. And then when you were in court, what did the judge say? Uh, she was glad that I dressed up so nice. <laughs> <laughs> it was super cool. The judge complimented him looking sharp. Nice. So yeah. I just look good in blue. <laughs> so it's good that it, that it worked out with, <laughs> with the button popping off in the first place. See, we get these little signs, right? Or that's even a good sign for, you know, some, there's a, one of my favorite quotes is from that book, Think and Grow Rich. I try to force on you guys all the time. It's, <laughs> there's a lot of books I try to force on you, right? But that's in my book waiting list. Like, it, is it? What, uh, yeah. Okay. It's a, it's a good one, but there's a quote in there that says, uh, for each, for each, for every seed of adversities, for every adversity, there is a, dang it, how's it go? For each seed of adversity, uh, there's an equal or opportunity, equal or greater opportunity. You know, gosh, I butchered it pretty bad, but uh, it, basically, like every time you have something like a button pop off your shirt, right? There's there's a gift in there somewhere, or there's some kind of a and a button's a, a minor example. You know, there's like pretty extreme ones, like people get in auto accidents or a crazy illness, or who knows, right? They their wife or husband wants to divorce them. Like there's different levels to that for sure. And maybe not everything has some kind of a meaning, but the more we can look for the good when those things happen or even kind of laugh at them like you do at that. Like you literally just came out laughing. We're like, all right, Uncle Derek, I guess we're going to get a button up shirt, you know, <laughs> like look nice. Like that's, that's to me, that's one of those keys to a good, happy life is like, how do we find the, you know, the gift in each of these when you say that, I think of um, pass, like everything happens for a reason, you know? Mm -hmm. And I, I like thinking about that because, you know, let's say in another universe, you're short or something, or, or Jaden, like, can, like, kick your ass. <laughs> so, in another universe. universe. <laughs> <laughs> this universe in about a year from now. Ooh, you're coming for me. All right. Or maybe, maybe I'm not ginger. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, that that's what it made me think of. You know, multiple or di not multiple, but different realities. You know, there's hundreds and billions, there's thousands of them. Whether you believe it or not, also, you know, because it could be like different planets where there's non-human people or anthropomorphic animals, and so the possibilities are endless. You really just want to talk to a dog, don't you? No, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've talked to an animal before. <laughs> You, Mr. Dog Whisperer, <laughs> barking at dogs. <laughs> All right. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, here's a life hack for everybody. If you're ever driving and there's a dog in a car next to you barking, just bark back at it and it'll stood up and just stare at you. It also works in homes and apartments and works kind of everywhere. Literally twice. That, that's how you know it's not a coincidence that dogs will be quiet because you literally... 
Same day, huh? Same day, I think. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's pretty good. I guess I started doing that more often. It just, it worked. <laughs> That'd be funny. <laughs> it's funny to see, definitely. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> the dog was just like, well, even people at the stoplight were even laughing behind us. I was like, that guy barking at that dog. That little dog was quiet. <laughs> no. The, the person b- the, uh, behind that car was laughing. Mm. He thought it was pretty funny. <laughs> cool. So you guys are, you're 16 and 17. Man. About to be 18. About, About to be 17. Oh, snap. On your way. Is that exciting for you? I stopped getting excited when I turned 15. <laughs> you sound like you're 50 already. <laughs> <laughs> Stop getting excited when I turned 35. <laughs> yeah. No, it's like another rotation. I had my birthday the other day and I woke up and I'm like, all right, am I smarter yet? Oh, man. Not much has changed since <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> Nothing happened. <laughs> Got another white hair. Uh, <laughs> you're fired. <laughs> no more podcasts for you. Silver, silver hair. <laughs> silver. What are some things you guys are looking forward to? Guys, looking at me. Yeah, both of you. Uh, I'm looking to get this book finished. Mm-hmm. Well, well, what I what I plan to do is release a few series of the book, make a comic version because I I like. I want people to see what I see. And then if I make enough money, I will go baller and make a whole animated show about it. So that's where I plan on going. That's pretty cool. You, uh, you, you shared the plan a little bit. And it's pretty, it's pretty neat. How do you, you know, how are you putting the pieces of that together? Because you're, you're 16, you know, your, your network isn't full of, uh, book publishers yet. Although they're <laughs> working on it, but how are you, how do you plan to do that? Like just make it happen. Honestly, I don't know, but but it wouldn't be a bad thing because I still have these options floating around everywhere. What yeah. do, you could you could call them bubbles. Mm-hmm. We'll, we're bringing back bubbles again. Okay. And my ideas are everywhere right now, and I'll like pop a bubble, and if I don't like the idea, I'll flick it away, mm. and then I'll look at another bubble and decide like, oh, I like this one, so I'll add it to my big bubble of ideas and just <clears throat> let it grow. You're very visual with your thinking. Very. It's <laughs> uh, really powerful. It's really powerful. Are you like that too? In a way. Yeah. I would say maybe. I'm not at all. I'm like very like it's just words when I think like boom or just like very, I don't think of many pictures, but you think in pictures, huh? I, I, I live in pictures. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty cool. What do you live in? I live in La La Land. <laughs> Christmas tree land. <laughs> Hey, this is going to be super weird, but I wore my Christmas llama underwear to honor this podcast for you. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, ah, it's November, Christmas llama underwear. Are we all, don't check your underwear on the podcast. No, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm, looking, I'm looking down because I'm like, should I wear pants to this podcast or should I wear shorts? And I'm like, You're, I'm going to wear pants. Well, it's I feel extra pants. special that you had to. You got to lock in for the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Yeah, but a sketchbook too, in case my ideas flow right now. Okay. Damn, you guys <laughs> that's, are that's smart. Prepared for this? Yeah. You wore pants. <laughs> special, special occasion. Special thinking pants. But guess what? We live in San Diego. Take them pants off. <laughs> no, like <laughs> put, on, put on shorts. Put on shorts. <laughs> Better watch out for your older brother. There, He's no. Gonna... <laughs> Make it weird. Make it weird. <laughs> <laughs> what else you guys got what are some things you were thinking about before you uh wanted to do this 
or committed to doing it? Nothing, honestly. Sounds all right. I there that. was like no road at all <laughs> where I was going. I had no idea what to do. No, this is cool. Yeah, I would say so. I mean, I've always kind of, like growing up, like I've always had this passion for martial arts. Yeah, you you were asked, you were in a group uh, of folks talking about what got them into it, right? Because, you, I mean, you're, you've are you been training like a like a freak. I mean, like a, well, 10th Planet Freaks, right? But yeah. <laughs> like people in the gym go, dude, he's on a professional athlete training schedule. You've been riding your bike, training for a few hours in the morning, coming home, resting, eating, riding your bike back. What's the what's the bike ride there? Uh, Four miles there, four miles back. So it's like eight miles a day. Um, Tuesdays and Thursdays, 16 miles because I go back twice. That's crazy. Okay. Yeah. And then, uh, I mean, that's, it's a lot of hours, you know, for that kind of, it's not like, uh, football practice or, you know, lifting weights or something like that's an intense physical and emotional and, and cognitive practice, man. So it's, it's pretty cool. And you, but you were in this group on Friday, yesterday, I guess, right? Or maybe in the last couple of Fridays where they were asking what got you into it and what, what got you into martial arts? Very, very silly answer, but, um, movies, movies. Like, like Bruce Lee, John Wick, <laughs> big Bruce Lee fan, of course. I, I mean, most people that know me know that I'm a Bruce Lee fan. Mm-hmm. What do you like about him? His style. What, like, what about his style? It's so, uh, I can't really, like, pinpoint it. It's so, like, overall, like, uh, I train more than it, than, like, than Kung Fu and stuff, and, like, Wing Chun, because, you know, Wing Chun was the was the first martial art that I learned, but, um, just, like, the style of how, how the, he fights, and, you know, the, the inspiring quotes, too. He has some good quotes. What's uh, one or some of your favorites? Don't mess it up worse than I messed up that quote earlier. <laughs> I'm not even going to try because I'm going to mess it up. <laughs> You're good. Fire it up. And I'll tell you one of my favorite Bruce Lee quotes, and I use it. I actually use you as a reference sometimes when I'm doing these like business training uh, things that I do. Mm-hmm. And I tell people, like, I'm like, oh, one of my nephews is really into Bruce Lee. And uh, Bruce Lee has this quote, you know, I fear the man who practiced one kick. 10,000 times versus the man who practiced 10,000 kicks. And I, I love that because I think for a, a big part of my life, I didn't realize that to truly be great at something, like you had to have the discipline of showing up to do it day after day, whether you feel good, whether you don't feel good, doesn't matter how you feel, you show up to do it. And that's actually how you get great. And a lot of people, you know, get bored with something, right? And they don't, they don't understand like it's normal you have to work past that and as you work past that you level up and you get really really more excited to level up but you have to have that discipline to embrace embrace the boring and tougher days to to really get there you know but instead people would rather try something new or try the shortcut or try this or i think i think it's actually the reason why some people have you know drug and alcohol problems is that for them that's like it makes them feel different because they haven't got comfortable in the, you know, the quiet space of discipline and boredom. Yeah, that makes sense. So, Bruce Lee quote. <laughs> you said you said about my favorite Bruce Lee quote. That's your favorite one. Yeah. Oh, okay. 
there's a there's a few more, but I kind of I feel like I can't think right now. You got them in like your notes on your phone or anything? Yes, something like that. Okay, I know. I'm actually like you can check it out if you want. Okay. I think this. Uh, what do you call it? Cacagino? Uh, Frappuccino? Latte? Uh, what, what Peepaw likes to call Peepaw. it. Peepaw. Shout out Peepaw. Oh my gosh. We have to get a little context because it feels weird just saying that. <laughs> yes. So, uh, Seafood Christmas Tree over here has been learning to make lattes. And, uh, and you know this, you've seen his work. So he's trying to learn how to do the art. And the first couple ones, it came out kind of weird. And, uh, one of our favorite people out there, Mauricio, he's been on the podcast. Uh, had some choice nicknames for the art that was coming <laughs> out of the lattes. And uh, they're all over social media now. So there's that. Cool. Did you find one? Yeah. Uh, one, one of my favorite ones is, I'm not in this world to live up to your expectations. And you're not in this world to live up to mine. Okay, what does that mean to you? Yes. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys are awesome. That's cool. Well, uh, it's like this is, it's like, is it hard to like concentrate and focus on talking this long? I don't think so. You don't think so? Not really. Some people, they have, they have trouble with it because they're so used to like, they're not used to like sitting and listening and talking. So when I'm sitting here with people, sometimes I can see, you know, when they start to fade, like some people fade after about 45 minutes. Some people go an hour, hour and a half. Some real troopers make it like two. I've actually been sitting here doing a podcast and I'm like two hours into it with somebody. And then I'm like, oh man, I, I go to the restroom. And they're like, oh my gosh, thank you for saying that. Like I've been, they're like, this is so hard. I've had to go to the bathroom for half an hour. And I'm like, oh my gosh, we could have just taken a break. Right. But, but that focused concentration is really challenging for a lot of people to hold for a long period of time because they're not used to you know, listening or speaking in a way that, uh, trying to communicate their thoughts and think through stuff. So it's pretty cool that you guys could sit down and do this. It's, it's tough for, you know, uh, yeah, big dogs. Yeah, as, when you mean fade, do you mean like they like start to like almost shut down or like not talk so much anymore? Uh, nah, not so I mean, a little bit that, but it's like their brain, like, you know, when you're concentrating on something, yeah. Like your concentration is a muscle. At least I think it's a, like, that's my way of thinking of it. So if you don't use that very often and then you sit down all of a sudden, you're like, Oh my gosh, this guy's talking to me and I have to listen and respond. If they're not used to listening, it fades a lot faster. <laughs> and you might like, yeah, I feel that right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, if you're not used to doing like social media, for example, the interruption of, People have a lot of nof- notifications on their phone. Like if you're in the middle of concentrating on something and you get interrupted, like to bring your concentration back to that thing can be hard to like switch focus, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so if you sit down to write or you sit down to speak or anything you sit down to do for an extended period of time requires that what I call the concentration muscle. Um, so people, not everybody has that developed and some can just, you know, it has to do with sleep sometimes or food and nutrition too. All that stuff can kind of affect you. Like you guys know, I don't like to stay up late and I was up helping someone move for four and a half hours last night. So my brain has just been shot for the last two hours. I'm like, oh, nap. <laughs> but uh, so those things have an impact as well. Um, but yeah, they, I can see they like, it's almost like their brain is out of glucose or something trying to communicate after a certain point. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it just gets shut down. 
It happens. Too. Like at court. <laughs> <laughs> what I like to say is the brain isn't braining anymore. The brain isn't braining. The, let the brain brain. Come on, brain. Uh, I, I visualize it as a generator. You know, you can, well, a certain generator. You can pull the generator to get it started. But if like something malfunctions or happens, it cuts off. So you got to start that generator again and pull it until it starts. Unless you're, you know, gas. You're out of gas, so it's running on fumes. Or you got a bunch of gas. So. Hmm. I. I like that idea. I've, I've thought more and more. I think a lot of things now. I think of them more like a muscle, because uh, who was I talking to about this yesterday? They were talking about how uh, in training you don't you don't. We say this in business too. Oh, well, you know, it was this young guy. So part of that moving thing, I went to Home Depot to rent this truck to help this person out, and. There was this dude that was 20 years old trying to rent a truck, but you have to be 21 to rent it. And he had uh, rent it, and he had this big like piece of wood he couldn't haul. I was like, dude, how far away are you? If you're less than 10 minutes, like I'll just help you haul it. And he's like, okay. Uh, he ended up helping us move, which was pretty cool. Like, guy just been really cool, but he's a, a pilot. And uh, and we were talking about how extreme that is when you're like flying, you know, big fast airplanes, and they have to transport organs, which require like let's do it fast, you know. So he. There's, it's a high pressure situation, a lot of things. And he said, yeah, when we're flying, we often talk about you don't fall to the level of your skill. Like you can be really, really skilled, but you fall in extreme situations or fatigue or when something's going wrong and you have a lot of chaos, you fall to the level of your training. So like the more you train, the higher level you train, the more skill you have. So when something goes wrong, like the more subconsciously you're really prepared for it. Uh, and I think about that with the the brain muscle too, right? Is like if I'm if I'm sitting there vegging out, playing video games, or watching movies all the time, like my brain muscle is not really getting flexed. But if I'm reading and I'm exercising and I'm out in nature and I'm walking and I'm eating right and I'm sleeping right, like my brain muscle is just primed to be, you know, better equipped all the time. Yeah, that, that it definitely makes a difference. I actually like that because it makes me think of the flight or fight response. You know, people have different reactions to things. I had this chemistry teacher that said that she would faint if she saw blood. You know, and if I if I were to see blood, you know, bleeding, I'd be fine. You know, so I feel like she's an adult, but I'm like this kid. And, you know, so throwing it back to fight or flight, you know, if you're getting chased by something, you know, you're most likely expected to run. Some people will freeze in fear. And some people will run or some people will even try fighting it, you know? So there's even more, there's tons of options. So I feel like that's, it's kind of, it, de- it depends on how you, you know, flex that brain muscle, that, that one, one part, but I don't really understand how you would train it though, to be prepared for something like that. Have you ever heard of exposure therapy? Actually, no, I have not. Okay, so it's uh, it's very common in, I don't know if it's psychiatry or psychology, but if you have a fear of something, one of the ways to get beyond the fear is actually just to do it or be exposed to it over and over, uh, which there's different levels of that, right? So if someone is like has crippling, fainting fear of blood, you're like, all right, put a pillow down, boom, throw some blood in front of them. But there's, and there's probably, I'm not an expert in this, but there's probably a way to expose them to the idea of blood in like a really soft format until they build a tolerance. I guess that's a good way to put it. You build a tolerance. One of the most common fears, it's like up there. I don't know. Maybe it's number one or something, but it's the fear of public speaking, 
right? You witnessed this uh, in yourself two, day, <laughs> two days ago. <laughs> I think I feel like I only freaked out because I did not have an answer. I was yeah. able to clearly be like, oh, yeah, this, this, this. I was prepared until I wasn't prepared. Yeah, and that's um, that's a really important thing to, to learn, too. I think we should come back to the preparation part, the, the fear part, the fear of public speaking, because you probably have an answer inside of you. But it's harder when we're under pressure, right? So that goes right. back to the we fall to the level of our training. Like if if we were in front of the mirror every day rehearsing our answers and, you know, talking to somebody about it, we'd be really, really prepared for a situation like that. Um, sometimes there's nothing you you can do, but uh, fear of public speaking is one of the biggest fears on the planet. Like people are more scared of that than death. Last time I looked at this, like, I don't know if it's true or not, but some article like, you know, one in seven people are scared of this and, you know, 98% of people are scared of talking in front of a group. The, the actual reason for that, that, that was explained to me by this, you know, really intelligent guy. And it just made sense. I don't know if there's a way to verify it, but he said our, our wiring in our brain, you know, once upon a time we lived in nomadic tribes and you were in a group and, you know, we were being attacked by lions, tigers, and bears. So you needed that group for protection, for safety, right? That was your connection. Someone was going to gather berries and make a blanket for you and fight off the lions and tigers and bears. So your group was really, really important. And if you got up in front of the group and you said something stupid or you made people mad, you know, they're just like, you kicked out of the group. So now your, your chance of survival Maybe they'll just even kill you, right? Some groups maybe just be like, no, no, that guy's dumb. You're out. So, <laughs> Get out of I mean, here. <laughs> I'd be out pretty quick. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, but so, so we just, you know, the theory on this is that that was passed down so that we have this fear where if we get up in front of the group and we say something they don't like or whatever, like we're going to get kicked out and die, you know? Like so, fear of rejection? Yeah, fear of rejection. Um, Canceled. But in, in most scenarios now like it's not that true in a sense like nobody's going to cast you out into the wilderness to die or they're not going to jump on you and kill you i mean most scenarios not all like there's still some <laughs> some rough patches in the world but the way to get number the way to get over public speaking is to actually do it and teach yourself like okay they're not going to shoot me with an arrow if i say something wrong you know but you do it over and over and over and all of a sudden that fear it diminishes. You still have, you know, for the most part, when you talk to people, they still get that excitement when they've overcome the fear, but they've learned how to channel that into outward energy versus like crippling fear. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you can do that with spiders. You can do it with, like, I used to have a reaction every time I saw a spider, I wanted to kill it, right? And then I dated this um, Brazilian girl in my, like, you know, mid, late 20s. And she was like all, I mean, she was like from the Amazon, all about nature and animals. And the first time I went to kill a spider, she's like, what are you doing? Uh, and I can't make her, I'm like, what, what are you doing? No, that wasn't, that wasn't a Brazilian accent, but. <laughs> you know, it's funny because ever since we came here and you told me about that, I haven't been killing bugs. I'm like, oh, there's a bug over here. I'm like, wait, don't kill it. Don't kill it. Let me let it out. See? Yeah. So instead of like having this fear of spiders, I literally just, you see me, I put them in a cup slide something underneath so they're like safe and then I let them go outside um, because there's nothing to be scared of like it's it's not gonna I mean hopefully it's not gonna kill me if it's a brown recluse or a black widow maybe I should you know be a little more aggressive with it but it's just like your everyday spider like hey go outside dude I like how you say that and now that we bring up fear you know I've been doing you know parkour for quite a while like at the at the parkour gym and I think about like 
these big jumps and I'm like, oh crap, I'm going to like slip and fall and hurt myself or something, you know? And then I actually do it. I'm like, oh, hey, that wasn't that bad. And then I move on to the, the bigger jumps and I'm like, I did that too. There you go. You know? So it's like getting over that, you know, to be better, do better, you know? It's, it's important. It's how you, you know, it's important to have good progression too, because there is some fear that is healthy. You know, like if, uh, you don't want to put your hand in boiling water. So when you're, when your body sees your brain sees the red hot, you know, iron under the pot and there's steam coming out, like warning, don't touch that. That's a good fear, like fear of destroying your, you know, limb or something. So there's good fear. And with those things, I think there's, you know, you have the fear of if I don't make it, people will laugh at me. If I don't make it, I'll be sad with myself. And then the, if I don't make it, I'm going to break my leg, you know? So right, you have to yeah. progress through those and like make sure that there's enough awareness that, okay, I landed jump number one. I landed jump number two, number three. I hit it every single time. I'm probably ready for number four, you know, but you don't go, oh, I barely made jump number one. I'm sure I'm going to four. I'm a pro. Like that's <laughs> right. So yeah. you have to have this natural natural progression with the fears and abilities too. Yeah. It's like if Jaden jumped into a UFC fight right now, he would get annihilated. <laughs> or would I? You would. I've trained with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're right about that. But do you, by the way, you, I'm giving you a hard time, you know, cause I love you guys and it's fun to tease that guy. It's actually been a lot of fun having you guys around, um, for a lot of reasons. And, uh, training with you is really fun. Like the first time, we trained when you were training regularly. It was like, you know, and just between that and the last time, just in a short period of time, you have made a crazy amount of progress. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Keep training. I'm still going to choke you out. <laughs> <laughs> what about, how do you guys feel about just friends at this stage in life? Like how important are friends to you? you know, like personal connections and, you know, the future of friends, what's your, how much weight do you put on them? I think, I think, I don't think I've had this many friends as I do now in my entire life. Like, like living in San Antonio, I haven't had, like I had friends in middle school, but I kind of lost them after I moved and then kind of never made friends since. And, um, but like being out here, every time I go to train, I meet someone new and, you know, I'm always like meeting people through like connections and just making a lot of friends. And it's, it's very interesting because I've never really experienced it like that before. It's a group of people you have a shared interest with, right? Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> Nehemiah is like the opposite, huh? <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm like the opposite. Yeah, we moved here and I haven't talked to anybody since. But, you know, I'm looking for that special, like people that will be interested in what I'm interested in, even though I see nobody around here. <laughs> but, you know, going going uh, to a little meetup on the 18th, chill, meet some people, hopefully make some friends. And we'll see where that goes. So it's a path to follow. You're starting to get out there more too, going to the parkour gym. And I mean, you've got a little eight year old dude that freaking <laughs> always wants to hang out with both of you guys. Actually, he just thinks the world of you too. 
Yeah. <laughs> no, he likes he likes him way more. I mean, he's yeah, fun, man. You're the backup. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm second place. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's cool, man. It's, uh, both of you guys are really good at uh, connecting with kids, like kids just like you, which usually they're a really good judge of character and heart. So that means a lot when a little kid likes you. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm such an icon. The kid kids <laughs> love me. <laughs> Legend amongst the Minecraft eight year olds. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like the first class I ever taught, I had kids asking me if I was going to come back. That's pretty cool. Yeah, very cool. You guys, you guys got anything else you want to talk about? I mean, we'd have to think about it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. I feel like. Everything here. that we talk about is like comes naturally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unless you ask a question. <laughs> All right, we can cut it unless you guys got something else. Want to call it good for now? We could, yeah. Anything else? I think that's it. Sure. Bubba Booey. Oh, uh, I want to ask you guys about toxic men. Like, okay, this is going to go, we're going to go deep. We're going to go deep. We're going to go real deep. To the, to the bottom of the iceberg. <laughs> what did you say? We're going to tell you how the government is not real. Oh, well, please tell me about that. Then we'll go to you. <laughs> <laughs> the government's definitely real. What do they do? What's their job? What isn't their job? <laughs> mm. They control the jobs. Oh, the jobs. You know, the way you were describing the school system earlier made me think just like, how designed it is to teach stuff that's like super there's a lot of people that talk about how the our modern school system in the u.s is really just designed to make employees yeah i can see that it makes perfect sense controlled they don't teach us how to make money they don't even teach anything about personal finance right not at all unless you sign up for a class but you got to be like way up there and it's not offered everywhere not offered everywhere right i don't remember being taught how to write a check yeah, well, they don't. Nobody uses checks anymore, so you're good. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> but see, they don't even teach you that. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I want to ask you guys about. You know, this might be a little personal, so share at your will. But uh, one thing I talk to some of my friends about pretty regular, just like male role models and how important they are for people, right? And the three of us were talking about like toxic masculinity. We were joking about going to hang out with some guys to watch UFC fights, and they're like bring those guys they need some toxic masculinity but the the funny part is the person saying it like they're not they're masculine but they're also like he's one of the nicest guys you know and like Mm -hmm. they're all super nice it's it's interesting you know being your guys's age like i don't i didn't really have legit male role models to look up to or someone that i was like oh that guy's really nice like he's just a cool person like teaching about life since you guys have got here, you've met a crap ton of people that are pretty cool, huh? I would say so. Like guys that have that are masculine, that are aggressive, but not mean. There's a big difference, right? Like aggressive towards even being a good person or aggressive towards helping people. Like they have aggression, but it's aggression in the right way. Is that safe to say? Yeah, you could say that, yeah. What do you guys think about that? It's It's good. Yeah. It's good to have that. You know, I feel like every growing teenager needs to have aggressive masculinity but not toxic max masculinity in their life as a as a role model yeah 
what would you say based on just the experience you both have had just in life in general, what's more common? Dicks. <laughs> I should say assholes, honestly. You um you either meet you it's it's a hit or miss. You meet the right person, you meet the wrong person. Like you, Uncle Derek. <laughs> the wrong person? <laughs> no, you're the you're the right person. You're the right you person. You said the wrong person, like you. I'm like, wait a second, hold on. Oh my bad. My no, bad. <clears throat> I meant the right person. Because I was inspired by you, honestly, because I didn't really know I didn't know you that much. All I knew is that you're my uncle. Mm-hmm. And they're rich. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I like when uh, you told us like, do you want to come out here? And I, I was like, I thought that you had like a whole penthouse <laughs> with like a bunch of Lamborghinis and ladies and stuff. <laughs> so <laughs> turns out all oh, I've got God. is the ladies. Or <laughs> <laughs> <With> the Lamborghinis. <laughs> No, well, yeah, I guess you, I mean it's right in a sense because when you were a kid, super young, we spent a lot of time together. But then you went, and uh, obviously, you know, your mom and dad were separated for a while. How old were you when they split and you went full time with your dad? Either five or six, I think. I think you were like four, four, really four. Yeah. yeah. So I guess from like four or five, you know, yeah, you and I didn't really we saw each other a few times here and there, but it's like chopped up memories. Yeah. So that that's fair. And so am I as cool as you thought I was? I mean, yeah. Maybe? I mean, okay. better. Good. So. <laughs> yes, good answer. I'll take it. Um, yeah, but you, so you said a lot of people are just, they're not, they're not nice, right? Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of, yeah. you know, one of the things that I've built into my wiring over time, because we all run into people that are just like, what is like, what's going on with that person? Right. Like, yeah. Is that I really try to just tell myself uh, they're doing the best they can. Like, it may not look like it, you know, as they're flipping out and crying or yelling or they're all anxious or whatever it is, but I truly have worked this belief into my life. I'm not perfect on it, though I carry it all the time, but I do find myself going, they're doing the best they can. It doesn't look pretty. I don't have to be a part of what they're doing, right? That's the other thing is I don't, just because I've told myself that they're doing the best they can doesn't mean I need to take any part of it. Um, but at least I can create that space or detachment to kind of, you know, you go, you go do your thing. You go be an ass somewhere else. <laughs> Put it in your bubble. <laughs> My bubble. Okay. Blow it up. Yeah. What about you? What's been your experiences? You've got to meet different people and some things that in the last few months, maybe some ideas or beliefs that you had before that have changed for you? I got nothing. <laughs> Too deep of a question for the teenage round table. All right. <laughs> My brain isn't burning anymore. <laughs> all right, let's get out of here. We're all tired and this is fun. You guys are cool. We could basically do this anytime since should, you live 20 feet away. Should we just? <laughs> should, Not even. Hang on. Wait, I, got, I got one more thing. Okay, what do you got? So, so everybody's probably wondering why you call me Zombie Lord. Oh, what do you got? So now I'm going to throw in cordyceps into here. Okay. Oh, here we go. Cor- yeah, here we go. Cord- cordyceps is a uh, fungi. That infects, um, so far it's infected tarantulas, birds, and ants. And it, what it does, what I, well, what I thought it did was um, control their brain and make them spread it. But a recent study showed that it, it changes, it moves, it doesn't control the brain at all. It controls the muscle. And it like goes around and 
what what its main goal is to spread it. So as global warming comes, global warming, yeah, the world getting hotter, they need to adjust or just die off. And so far, it's been adjusting. That's why it moved on from ants to birds to tarantulas. So what do you guys think will happen whenever it's able to <laughs> reach the body temperature of a human? What do you think will happen, zombie lord? <laughs> I think everybody will get infected with this virus. <laughs> And do you think it'll be kind of like other viruses we've seen where some people are more affected, some people are less affected? Uh, or do you think with this thing, it's like everybody's doomed? Um, well, you know, fungi, if you've seen fungi up close, it, it, it releases in spores. They're mm. tiny. So like even inhaling like a single spore would just like make it spread. Okay. So everybody's going to be affected then. Everybody's screwed unless you got like a super secure gas mask, I would say. Anything to protect the face or it from entering your body. Like, it can touch you, but it just can't enter that your system. So it goes through the, uh, like, cardiovascular system. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, you and your generation keep manifesting the end of humanity. <laughs> the Last of Us Part 2. Or <laughs> Last of Us Game or whatever. Yeah. You guys are... You I know, have a question. It, instead of cordyceps, what if it was psilocybin mushrooms would you be into an would you be in an eternal trip if you were infected with psilocybin what if we already are welcome simulation <laughs> I, th- I like i like the way he thinks though because what what do zombies do they eat mm-hmm. so say you're in this trip for so long that you get hungry that the trip just makes you think that you're hungry all the time you just eat everything hmm. what would happen Start going to humans. <laughs> or just open a fridge and eat some normal food. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are pretty weird. I mean, none of us are vaccine- vaccinated here, huh? Except me. You. I was forced, so it doesn't count. It's a non- We'll, we'll just sacrifice you. <laughs> it's a non-canon event. That would happen. <laughs> that wraps it up. Yeah. Are you wiping your nose on your sleeve? Definitely wraps it up. Bless you. <laughs> oh, did you sneeze? No. By the way, the microphone can't see you shake your head. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Just realized that. All right, guys. It's been fun. We'll do it again. Uh, Until then. Peace out. You guys should totally the check out my book when Eric it releases. And then, and then buy every other book that comes out after. So, I think I think everybody should do that. I think yeah. <laughs> Give you a plug. Should they? How do they find out about when your book is going to be released? I'll save that for next time. Honestly, oh, I'll just just you look back. just look for twenty eighty six. You think this was good enough that you're coming back? Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I love the confidence. Uh, should people follow you on social media, oh, or well, should we wait? I don't post anything, but you can. Nah, we'll, we'll wait. <laughs> I think you're working on it. <laughs> I am technically 18. You're full of crap. Very close. What are you going to do? Go train. Because <laughs> you train hard, right? Yeah. Train too hard. For what? For anything. <laughs> Except for what was the thing yesterday? Getting robbed by homeless people. Yeah, you get robbed by homeless people. Other than that, uh, you train very hard. Not really. Technically, you got robbed. <laughs> you, you got robbed for me. 
<laughs> you got robbed on my behalf by a homeless person. <laughs> Technically, was it, it was Amazon package, huh? Yeah, Amazon. I was I wasn't there, so it doesn't count. Yeah, train harder so you can be faster to get there on time <laughs> next time. <laughs> All right, guys. It's been great having you. Oh, that was loud, huh? And uh, peace out, Girl Scouts. Adios. Later, nerds and virgins. <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by Next Coffee, N-X-X-T, because apparently spelling is hard, and so we forgot the E. But no, really, Next Coffee, N-X-X-T. It's supreme premium coffee. It comes in two types in terms of how you can get the beans. A whole bean, which is super fresh. It's actually roasted fresh. A lot of people don't know this, but you hit your peak freshness with coffee like five to seven days in after it's roasted. So it's roasted. It's put through this process called degassing, uh, and it arrives at your house literally in peak of peak states for coffee. It's super delicious. Uh, If you have ever, if you're like a pour over person or you do French press, you will absolutely be able to tell the difference. There's also like an espresso roast. It's called the Ninja Roast. I mean, it's there's a wide variety of coffees, and these are these are really high quality coffees. This is not your grandma's Folgers. In fact, if you are looking for ways to make life a little bit better and just feel good and you like nice things, you should check out Next Coffee. You can find the website is NXXT Coffee. No, excuse me. That's not the website. The website is shop, S-H-O-P, N-X-X-T.com. The other one might work too, but I think just go to shopnext.com. So S-H-O-P-N-X-X-T. They've also got gear. They've got jujitsu rash guards. They've got some really funny t-shirts. Um, the t-shirts, the hoodies, all the gear. There's hats. They've got just everything, a whole way of living life. It's all about taking things to the next level. Uh, in a good way, and you should take your coffee to the next level. So shopnext.com. You can plug in a discount code HDP. That's HDP for the Human Derek Podcast. It should give you a discount, shopnextnxxt.com. This podcast is also brought to you by the Level Up Life Journal. You could take the next level, now you're leveling up life. We got levels. There's levels to everything that we do. Uh, the Level Up Life Journal has been out now for, gosh, I guess about 45, 60 days, maybe a little bit longer actually, but people are loving it. I can't uh, say that enough. It's really, really cool. People that I admire and look up to and just think the world of have uh, gotten their copy and have been using it really consistently and just people love it and the word is spreading. I will tell you shipping on Amazon has been a little bit slow. So if you've been sitting on the fence about grabbing your journal, I would go get it now if you have any desire to have one before Christmas. I'm working on it and I'm actually working with some other printers and, and figuring out ways to distribute it a little bit better. But check out the Level Up Life journal. Um, you can find it on my Instagram account. The link is in the bio. Uh, my Instagram is at human Derek, at human Derek. There's a little link up there in the bio. You click that, you'll see the Level Up life journal. It's pretty sweet. And thanks for all the love and support and feedback. Um, I really did put it out there in a sense of, I love helping others. And these are tools that have helped me, 
uh, just build my life better and keep my head right, no matter what, you know, happens or what's going on, just really increasing that capacity and putting us in a place to just build the best lives we can. So hope you enjoy the next level, excuse me, the level up journal. Uh, and you can find it. The link is in my bio on Instagram. Uh, let's get into today's podcast.